0: And it's Liana, and this is the Night Guys Podcast. We're here to join you weekly to cover weird and spooky stuff, supernatural, extraterrestrial, cryptid, culty, true crime. We will cover it all with drinks. Well, I'm drinking. Erica's not because she failed. I ate I a cookie. <laughs> that counts, I guess. But it, what kind of I'm cookie? I trying so hard to be healthy,
1: and I ate a cookie. It seemed better than a, a cider. It's like by 40 calories. Mm.
0: I don't
1: know. It was good. They're called like Dinsies or Dizzies. I don't know. It was a chocolate chip vegan cookie. It was delicious. It tastes identical to the Chips Ahoy cookies that are the soft chew ones. Mm.
0: Well, Trader Joe's makes a vegan chocolate sandwich cookie. Those are good. Those are crazy good. (laughs) I had a piece of one with Sean downstairs and I was like this is bad they're good
1: it's evil because it's like when serving is two cookies with cream in the middle like that's like so
0: many cookies it's it it's actually too much for me to have I have like pieces of it yeah um I'm gonna go get another one I'm like that's fine I just want a couple bites yeah he has endless cookie pockets hidden away so that's amazing I'm jealous I wish I could eat that many cookies and not see bad results. <laughs> so do you have nose for me no's today for
1: you.
0: Okay, you wanna go first?
1: Yeah, why not? Okay. I like the title of this one because it has <laughs> Baby Jesus in it. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, it's not a regular Jesus. I'm talking about Baby Jesus. <laughs> Eight pounds, seven ounce. <laughs> <laughs> baby Jesus.
0: Newborn Baby
1: Jesus. Uh, new bile. Alrighty. So there's a the Baby Jesus statue and it is crying tears of blood. And locals what?
0: are freaking out. Where is it? In Mexico, Acapulco. Oh, yeah, touristy area.
1: Uh-huh. Okay, it's a freaky statue. It looks send it my way like, <laughs> like the statue is rocking like Marlena Dietrich, like, um, oops, wrong button, um, <laughs> um, eyebrows.
0: Oh, it's insane. I don't know I hate why you're taking send the it to screenshot you. right now. Oh, I'm mad at you for that. You should be. <laughs> I am um, because I'm look like a potato
1: <laughs> okay so um okay the statue is really freaky Ooh, it looks it's like a little like
0: real live eyeballs yeah
1: it's weird it has weird it has like really thick fake eyelashes i think i don't know so
0: mm-hmm. um the statue oh which locals God. say is
1: <laughs> of the baby jesus i beg to differ It looks not like Baby Jesus should look. Has appeared to start crying blood, and they believe it is a sign from God. Residents of the rural Mexican village um, in Acapulco say the bizarre incident is in response to the area's rising crime. It is claimed that it is the fourth occasion that the Baby Jesus statue has cried tears of blood um, in 2019, which is a lot. It's not that far into 2019 a lot yeah no kidding according to local media the first time the ceramic statue which is kept in a private residence cried blood was on new year's day residents believe that the statue was expressing unhappiness at the soaring crime levels in the borough which has an average of 111 murders for every 100,000 inhabitants
0: damn that's 111 murders for that's that's a lot wait 100,000 for how many Uh,
1: 111 murders for every (laughs) 100,000 inhabitants.
0: Still, that's a lot
1: of people. Yeah. Um, oh, the statue is weird. I just scrolled by a picture. So
0: just really quickly, the statue that I'm, I scrolled down and looked at the picture. They have it in a modern bib, which is weird. They have it in a beanie that says bear on it. and some necklaces that look like women's necklaces yeah, but like 1930s those eyebrows eyelashes <laughs> are out of control like that's that, somebody went to ulta and like slapped some on there yeah that's that's creepy i don't like it
1: uh,
0: say quote say a
1: lot of people have said that this is being done by the devil. others think it's god the truth is we were convinced that a crime even people were holding it Residents also claim they did not want to carry the statue to a church for verification because they were scared of removing it, so it's not at a church? Where is it? Um,
0: It's at a residence still. But
1: what I don't get is why don't
0: they have a priest do it?
1: Well, there's an unnamed priest in Tambuco that said the representatives of the Catholic Church will investigate it to make sure that no one's taking advantage of... Um, People who are believing in it. He also admitted that there could be a rational explanation because not everything is a spiritual phenomenon. Mm -hmm. Phenomenon. (laughs) (laughs) Phenomena. The statue's weird. I do not like it. Don't like the beanie. Don't even really like the hand gestures it's making because when it's dressed in this outfit, it looks really goofy. (laughs) It's like, what's up? (laughs) What's I think that's What's like
0: up? a I think that's like a Catholic Church thing, like a thing that Jesus did yeah. with his hands. Or they always portray him doing that with his hands. I, I should know better because I'm technically baptized. It
1: definitely is. Maybe it's the angle because it's like it looks like it's walking down the street and giving people finger guns. <laughs>
0: <laughs> finger guns. I don't think baby Jesus would do that.
1: This one would. It's wearing obedience oh, as
0: no. bear. I know. That's so weird.
1: It's got a lot of ice around its neck too. Gangster baby. He knows how to, sh- to show off.
0: It's so weird. <laughs> it is. so weird.
1: I've always liked the crying statue news stories. I thought they were really cool. They creep me out. Yeah. I know most of them are probably fake. Maybe there's like one or two that have ever been somewhat paranormal. But I, I love reading about them. <laughs> Did you ever you see would. the weird video where somebody recorded a statue during, like, a sermon and it, like, its eyes, like, move over and look at the people all of a oh, sudden no, and then go no, back? That no, was a big I don't one. Like it. I it. It's gotta be fake. Whatever. I don't know. It's, regardless, still super eerie to look at. It's really, really, mm, really, really, really fun. That's so creepy. I don't like that I at all. I love it. That was you a good wouldn't. one. Oh, I, I love would. it. I love it. And they slow it down and it's like rah, it's like so <laughs> creepy. Oh, I love it. All
0: right. You may oh, proceed. Man. Okay. um <laughs> uh, well, as of 6 hours ago, uh Jack the Ripper's identity may finally be known thanks to DNA. Oh Yeah. So basically researchers tested the blood and semen found on a shawl near the body of the killer's fourth victim, a woman whose mutilated body was found in September 1888. So a a DNA forensic investigation uh, published this month by two British researchers um, in the Journal of Forensic Science um, identifies Aaron Kosminski, a 23-year-old Polish barber and prime suspect at the time, the likely killer. So they already had like, a suspect, but it had never been confirmed. And now, um, the it says the semen stains match the sequences of one of the main police suspects. Him, um, he had killed five women from August to November in, ni- in 1888. I almost said eight nineteen. Hmm. uh, <laughs> in the Whitechapel district of London. I mean, you know, hund- hundreds of movies, plays, books, podcasts, shows like you name it. Jack the Ripper's famous. If you haven't heard of him. I, I don't know what to tell you. I'm not going to go yeah. too deeply into his history. But <laughs> <laughs> basically, uh, he was a possible suspect, but he has been more or less confirmed now. Uh, he was to... a barber? Mm-hmm. What's his background? Polish?
1: No, but like, um, what was his motive for killing these people? Was he like really religious and like had some weird twisted thing that he believed in i don't know i'll look into that i'm intrigued i've watched yeah. so many documentaries on who is jack the ripper i've like there's so much out there it would be great though if so
0: yeah i'm gonna send you the link and if you scroll down you can see the drawing of who this man was he has one of those sweet mustaches and some sweet mutton chops Love. and he looks like a villain I mean mm. they drew him as a villain. <laughs> I wonder
1: if uh, I wonder if he's the same one that they thought um forever was Jack the Ripper and that he got on a boat to
0: like America. It's very possible because he was I think their number one suspect. Oh wow. He's
1: supposed to be twenty three in this drawing? Oh, Again, damn. that
0: makes that crap makes me think of what we do in the shadows, where Jermaine's character is supposed to be like seventeen, but <laughs> it's Jermaine; <laughs> he's not, not seventeen. <laughs> oh my god,
1: if this guy is twenty three, whoa! They 23?
0: must have counted
1: years differently. Then
0: something's wrong. I'm pretty sure <laughs> that he, life was a little harder.
1: <laughs> oh my so god, not hard enough age. to
0: curl that stash, nice. <laughs> I don't know. I remember some dudes in, like, high school having some crazy facial hair that I did not understand, because then other ones were, like, wispies, so. (laughs) (laughs) Wispies.
1: I like that word. That's awesome. I hope that's true. That's one of those ones that needs to be
0: solved. Right? I mean, it's a bummer that it's taken uh, this long. A thousand years. (laughs) Give or take. Um yeah, that's math. Let's just let's just call it a thousand years.
1: our <laughs> mine is dead.
0: Years. <laughs> Thereabouts. <laughs>
1: Oh my God! Okay, let's talk about tarot cards. I'm really excited to talk about this.
0: Okay, so yeah, our our subject matter for today is tarot cards. Uh, neither Erica or I purchased any tarot cards, but we did find a really awesome website that allows you to do it for free on your computer. So <laughs> yay, America, free! <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we're gonna do later in the the episode. Uh, but for now. I'm going to talk a little bit about the history, because these things are weird and funny, and they did not start how most people would assume that they started. For sure. So, <laughs> I'm just going to kind of give you as much background as I can, because these things are weird, and there's a lot of... There's not a lot of agreement between academics and mystics on these cards, so... Shocker. I know, there never is. <laughs> or maybe I should just say historians and mystics, because... Science. That would that would imply that mystics can't actually be educated. That's not very nice. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, so anyway, contrary uh... to what the uninitiated might think, uh, the meaning of the divination card ha- ch- cards has changed over time, uh, shaped by each era's culture and the needs of the individual users. This is partly why these decks can be so puzzling to outsiders, as many of them reference allegories or events uh, familiar to people many centuries ago. So you'll be like... I'll get into it. But basically, you'll look at the card and you'll be like, I don't have swords. What the hell does that have to do with my (laughs) life right now? Um, So Caitlin Matthews, who teaches courses on cartomancy or divination with cards, says that before the 18th century, the imagery on these cards was accessible to a much broader population, obviously, because they had swords and crap then. Uh, But in contrast to these historic decks, Matthews finds that most modern decks are are harder to engage with because they're sometimes so convoluted and swirly and stupid looking that they're like, I don't even know what this card means. But if you look closer at these little mini masterpieces, because some of them are really, really beautiful. Yeah. Um, it reveals that the power of these cards isn't necessarily endowed from some mystical source, but it comes from the ability of their small static images to eliminate like our most complex dilemmas and desires. So, however, Uh, Using cards for playful divination divination, uh, probably goes back uh, even further to the 14th century, likely originating with the Mamluk game uh, cards uh, brought to Western Europe from Turkey. Uh, By the 1500s, the Italian aristocracy was playing a game known as the Taroci Appropriati, in which players were dealt random cards and they used thematic associations with these cards, uh to write poetic verses about one another, somewhat like uh the awesome game MASH. <laughs> like I haven't played that in so long. Dude, I loved that game. It was so funny. Is that the one where do you slap people? No. You don't slap hands with Mash. No. Mash was the one where you'd wrote Mash at the top of the page and M stood for mansion, A stood for apartment. Oh my
1: god that and then you
0: had to pick like like That's four right. people like, four boys or four girls or whatever. And then yep. you have to pick four places and, like, it's like four cars. Catchers. It was it was basically like, oh, my God, you're going to get married to Anthony. You're going to live in a shack. And you're going to drive a now. Pinto or whatever. I
1: did those, but in the little things that you put your fingers in. Oh, and you cootie go, catchers. Corner. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the cootie catchers. Yeah.
0: Those, those are, are I actually made a cootie catcher for Sean for Christmas.
1: Ah! Oh, my God. I'm sure I can still make one.
0: It came back very quickly. I was like, oh, I know how to do this. I felt I felt very silly. Awesome. <laughs> and awesome. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> so even the earliest known tarot <laughs> decks weren't designed with mysticism in mind. They were actually meant for playing a game that's similar to modern day Bridge, which I still don't know how to play and I've always wanted to learn. Do you know how to play Bridge? Do you know?
1: How? No. Oh. You need
0: to drink port and play Bridge. Or Sherry. <laughs> <laughs> So, wealthy oh, families in Italy w- uh, would commission like expensive artist made decks known as the Carte de Triofi. Tri- oh my God. Trionfi or cards of triumph. Uh, these cards were uh, marked with suits of cups, swords, coins, and polo sticks, eventually changed to staves or wands, and courts consisting of a king and two male underlings. Tarot cards later uh, incorporated queens. Uh, wild cards unique to the uh they're called i think it says trumps yeah oh yeah trump cards um sorry my i need to make it bigger oh i could have just done that or used my glasses that's fine too (laughs) sorry i'm like (laughs) why can't i read it (laughs) i'm so old uh today the suit cards are commonly called the minor arcana while trump cards are known as the major arcana This is kind of interesting. So graphic designer and artist Bill Wolf, whose interest in tarot illustrations dates to his art school days, um, has his own theories about the tarot's uh, beginning. He doesn't actually use the cards for divination or divination. He believes that originally the meaning of the imagery was to parallel to the mechanics of the play of the game. So the random draw of the cards created a new unique narrative and every time the game was played and the decisions players made influenced the unfolding of that narrative. Imagine like a choose-your-own-adventure style card game. Yeah. Sort of like Magic the Gathering, which is like a duel.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, So that's what he believes it was meant to be. It's
1: so weird that there's so much gray area because like there's written everything. Why is this not like recorded better Mm. i don't
0: know people are getting drunk that's why (laughs) they're drinking while playing it so nobody ever actually recorded (laughs) (laughs) um so the imagery was designed actually to reflect important aspects of the real world that the players lived in and the prominent christian symbolism in the cards is an obvious reflection of the christian world in which they lived as divinatory usage became more popular, illustrations evolved to affect uh, reflect a specific designer's intention. So the subjects took on more and more esoteric meaning, but they generally maintained a, the traditional tarot structure of four suits, of pip cards, uh, similar to the numbered cards, normal uh, playing card deck, corresponding court cards, and the additional trump cards with a fool. Even if you aren't familiar with tarot card reading, you've likely seen one of the common decks uh, like the famous Rider Waite. And it's it's probably the card deck that you're thinking of when you think of tarot cards. Say um, have been continually printed since 1909, 1909, and they were published for William Ryder and popular mystic A.E. Waite, who commissioned an uh, illustrator to make the deck for her. So they really helped bring about the rise of the 20th century occult tarot, uh, which is now used by mystical readers and armchair readers like Erica and I. <laughs> 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 um,
1: oh, man, that's... I don't know. It's almost disappointing that, like, it doesn't have a full-blown, like, cool beginning. Mm. Like, like voodoo or, Because it like, was not a
0: religion, you're saying.
1: Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Or, like, I don't... I want it to have its origin to be, like, 100% like a cult. Not, like, a party game. I know. And then it turned into it. And I don't think it takes away from how they're used now at all i just wanted to have like a really badass origin story i know i'm <laughs> sorry but maybe it does no one can agree on it maybe it does maybe it was created that way and then the aristocrats are like aristocrats took a hold of it and then made
0: it stupid and then people started to make it what it was again i don't know they appropriated it. <laughs> this I this actually kind of goes into it. By the mid-18th century, the mystical applications for cards had spread from Italy to other parts of Europe. So in France, uh, writer Antoine Court de Giebelin uh, asserted that the tarot was actually based on a holy book written by Egyptian priests and I brought like to Europe. Word, I thought you might. <laughs> I was makes like, me bring in Egypt, um, <laughs> which was brought to Europe by gypsies from Africa in reality, the tarot cards predated the presence of gypsies in Europe who actually came from Asia rather than Africa. Um, but Boo. regardless of its inac- inaccuracies, uh, Gabellin's nine volume history of the world was highly influential. So like, even though he wrote that and it's technically wrong, people are still like, no, I believe him. I believe him anyway. So yeah. I don't want to say that it's like a flat earth thing, but... <laughs> <laughs> so he's like the father of talking about tarot cards well at least in regards to uh egypt yeah yeah so okay. i don't know i I, th- I i like the idea that it's from europe <laughs> so i don't know <laughs> yeah. i or not from europe i mean from egypt i, egypt, I saw yeah. e and i was like europe nope that's the wrong mm, no nope, that's wrong <laughs> nope 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 um <laughs> But this is the this is the part that I think is really interesting. So teacher and published Jean-Baptiste uh, Aliette, I'll just say Aliette because I, I, I'm going to mispronounce it otherwise, wrote his book on the tarot in 1791 called uh, Eteia. And I'm not going to read the whole name, but basically Eteia or the art of reading cards. According to his writings, he first learned divination with a deck of 32 cards designed for a game called Piquette, along with the addition of his special Etaia cards. Uh, this type of card is known as the significator, and typically stands for the individual having their fortune read.
1: Fun fact about this John baptiste guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. His, uh, you, how, you, how did you pronounce it? Etaia?
0: Is that how you said it? I'm, I'm assuming with the double L's it's a Y sound. You would think that.
1: Mm. It's actually his last name spelled backwards.
0: Oh, I did know he that. He made it up.
1: Yes. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? <laughs> so, I mean, it could be that way. Who knows? He could have made it sound pompous and like it had a thing. But yeah, it's his name spelled backwards. Alliette and I don't know. Yeah. Atilia. I, I, it, Atilia. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, he was an occultist too. Like he was mm-hmm. all into it. He like read and did all that stuff. He he was fun. He made his living like reading cards.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: but I think he he bought into the whole Egyptian. He order. did.
0: He did. Um, he was he was really into it, and also they had hieroglyphics on some of their tarot cards as well.
1: Oh, cool! What's the? Oh, I remember reading it somewhere that his cards that he had commissioned mm-hmm. they're like the first deck ever, and that he referred to his deck as
0: uh the book of thoth
1: yep yep which is like has to do with an egyptian god yeah he
0: claimed that the tarot cards originated with the legendary book of thoth uh which supposedly belonged to the egyptian god of wisdom
1: yeah yep which makes sense i like it yeah (laughs) according
0: to him the book was engraved by thoth's priests into gold plates providing the imagery for the first tarot deck And drawing on these theories, yeah, he published his own deck in 1789, one of the first designed, like you said, explicitly as a divination tool. How fun to be the first person to commission
1: the first tarot deck.
0: I know. (laughs) It's kind of cool. It's
1: still popular in France. Makes sense. He's French-like. But he did well. It blew up. I wonder if he made money off of it. Probably not.
0: Probably not. It sucks. <laughs> he was one of the people who actually made div- uh, divination like so esoteric, and he actually. Let me see. I just lost my spot. No, this is important. Oh yeah, one of the <laughs> ma- <laughs> one of the experts uh, makes a distinction between the tarot's abstract interpretations and the straightforward cartomantic reading style that thrived during the- during the sixteenth and seventeenth centuries when uh prior to this guy prior to Ettaia or whatever. Mm-hmm. For example. <laughs> Like when we used to use, uh, when we used to use like send telegrams, each word would cost you money. So you'd have to say like, You'd have to send, like, very few words, like, big baby, mother well, come to hospital. And you'd, you know, get the gist of it. You're like, oh, thank God. Like, everything's okay. But cartomantic reading is very similar. So starting from a few general keywords and making sense of them by filling in the words that are missing. So this isn't the style of reading where you project something like, I can see you've come recently into a very great disappointment. Mercury's in retrograde, blah, 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 blah. Like, <laughs> a cartomantic <laughs> reading is really straightforward and pragmatic. So... Like, for example, like, your wife will eat tomatoes and fall off the roof and die horribly. It's really direct and it's pre-New Age. So they'd be like, oh, you know, you're allergic to oranges and you'll have gas or, like, something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Give me my $150. <laughs> it's not, oh, it's not very, it doesn't feel very touchy-feely or personal. Right. There's no flowery language. Yes, flowery. Latest. Flowery is a perfect, <laughs> perfect term. But I like, I I like the flowery. I like it. It can be good for sure. I like it too.
1: I... <laughs> it's a good time. Yeah. It's a
0: good time. <laughs> All right. So some insight I found from some experienced tarot readers that tarot history just kind of becomes more of a study of the culture and the mindset of the people of the time. And we'll never Mm -hmm. know just, like, who modeled for the art or what the artist was trying to convey or whether he or she uh, placed some, like, inside joke or insult within the portrait because these were meant as originally playing cards. So, like... Some of these cards, like the ghosts could be laughing at us right now, and we have no idea. <laughs> but we know um, something about the cultural backdrop in which these images were created and how people generally viewed themselves, gods, others, and life. And bear in mind that when learning and reading and hearing about tarot, there can be a huge disconnect when we apply our modern cultural understanding and meaning to these images without also transporting the best understanding of the originated culture's understanding and meaning into the mix. So basically they're saying like, just because they're talking about swords doesn't necessarily mean that, like, some dude with a sword is going to be coming up to totally. you. Totally.
1: Death card doesn't mean you're going to die.
0: No. That typically means just, like, the end of something. A rebirth. Yeah. yeah. Something new. Like, something new's on the horizon. So, I love it in movies when, like, they pull the death card and everyone's like, <gasps> <gasps> oh, it's death. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> literally everything dies. Except for maybe some microbes in the ocean. I don't know
1: yeah what are those
0: weird um
1: oh what? what are those things that look like teddy bears and slugs that are microbes that can't like die tardigrades what's their like jokey name though what's their general name mm, i don't know let me
0: Tardigrade. they have like the cutest name Water bear. Yeah,
1: water bear. Wait,
0: I haven't heard this one. Moss piglets. Ooh, Ooh. I like that. (laughs) Water bears. They're so cute. (laughs) They are not cute, though.
1: I like them. I think they're cute.
0: (laughs) I'm looking at an image of one, and it is the epitome of
1: uncute. So much cuter than Thomas a train. Fuck that guy. No. Okay. okay. So I really only can find some one person that interested me. Go for <laughs> it. I talked a lot because I'm picky with people because I hate them all. <laughs> I liked this lady. Her name was Madame Lenormand. She lived and died from 1772 to 1843. Okay. I'll read this little bit about her, and then we can talk about how I think she's kind of badass. And the more I read about her, like. She's apparently like actually kind of was badass. She didn't, she didn't give a shit. That's kind of what I got from it, but maybe she did.
0: But she, I don't think she, she didn't. didn't,
1: but she did. She was like super cool. <laughs> All right, so she was super famous in France in the 19th century for her use of tarot cards. Um, from an early age, she showed great psychic gifts um, using the Atelia Atia, however we want to say it, tarot deck. <laughs> dumbass who spelled his name backwards deck (sighs) and palmistry. Um, She used all this stuff to tell fortunes for her friends and she kind of started to blow up because people were like, oh my god, she got this shit right. So then more people came to see her and girls girl was probably racking in the dough. During her 20s, she moved to Paris and set up a salon and was able to buy all the dresses and hats. Totally, dude. All I see is Evergreen and like Penny Dreadful, um, where she basically became a celebrity, which is super cool. She had her own salon telling people what they need to know material cards, getting it right, getting it done, and now she's like chilling. <laughs> this is super cool. Like, I love this girl. So, um, she started gathering more and more important clientele, including uh, Emperor Napoleon and his wife, uh, Josephine.
0: Dang. That's, like, pretty big. That's when you know you've made it.
1: No shit. Like, whoa. I can't imagine once, like, in my head, I see Napoleon, like, walk through a door and the bell rings and it's like, he's there. And it's like, what? Napoleon's here? Like, that's crazy. She must have been freaking out. Because also, it's great you have him because he's probably going to pay you a ton Mm -hmm. and, like, let you live in his palace. But also, if you mess up, he gonna kill
0: you yeah you gotta get that crap right
1: scary i don't know she must have been really happy and then like (laughs) so it's kind of what happened after a few years napoleon grew tired of how accurate she was lame particularly when she predicted his divorce before he had a chance to tell his wife josephine record scratch (laughs) <laughs> that was the socks. I mean, in her defense, like, Madame Lenormand was probably like, I didn't need tarot card decks to know that you were a douchebag and <laughs> <laughs> cheating on her and gonna leave her. The wife probably should have known also, but whatever. I am sure that she did. Yeah. Ridiculous. So, because he didn't like that and his little Napoleon complex freaked out, he ordered her to be imprisoned.
0: Not cool. Like, it's really not cool. Oh, uh, little man, big ego. Uh,
1: not not okay. Uh, after the divorce proceedings were issued, she was released though, so that's oh, nice. Okay. It wasn't like lock her up in the Tower of London and let's chop her the head off. He let her back out.
0: <laughs> London? <laughs> Why would they be in London? we in France. Well,
1: that's where they chop them heads. You know. What I'm oh, okay. Right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So after on. she got out, Lenorman became a legend. According to popular folklore, on her death, a small deck of cards, 36 cards in total, were found in her possessions. They were named the Le Petit Jou, now known as the the Norman deck. (laughs) (laughs) These cards uh, were picturesque and in numeric order with specific symbols. There is historical evidence that these cards may first have been published in 1840. Mm -hmm. However, there never was a written account lame of their meaning (laughs) so I mean that's pretty crazy this lady who's super well known for being super accurate and being this tarot card reader um, dies with a mysterious deck no one's ever seen on her said person like that's super mysterious and I like it no one knows about it is the mystery
0: mysterious
1: it's like the most mysteriously mystery ever (laughs) (laughs) Um, there's a historical, Oh no, I said that. However, there was never a written account of it. Like you were saying earlier, no one wrote anything down, which is really lame. So no one knows. But I mean, that makes it kind of fun. It kind of leaves more lore with it. Um, yeah. I, I like that later in this article, instead of referring to her as Lenormand, now they call her a uh, which is really weird. Hmm. They shorten it. <laughs> this person must have got tired. But it's not clear if she ever used them. She just had them with her. I'd like to think she used them because she had them with her. That seems to make sense. Yeah. um, Today, the deck continues to remain super popular, but mostly just in France and Germany. Mm. Not so much English speaking parts of the world. And much of their meaning has been guessed by modern card readers today. Oh. So that's a little bit about like the lady who threw down with the tarot cards and made Napoleon mad. (laughs) I really like
0: it. I like that she made Napoleon mad. Me too. And she got to live through it.
1: No kidding. That's, I can't believe That's that that the part. crazy that's part. Wild. I'm like, wild. Wow.
0: And it was a so, woman, so I'm like, whoa. T- Maybe she too. was really hot, and he was like, I can't kill that. No. Can't kill
1: it. It's a shame. <laughs> so this has nothing to do with our topic at all. But I like it. share Okay. So on the same, I went down a little bit of a Lobo, a, bit of a hole, My favorite? and have you ever heard of Sister Lucy of Fatima? That sounds familiar, but it kind of did to me too. But I forgot the specifics, so I mind it was like reading it all new again. Did you know there's a nun from Portugal, Sister Lucy, one of three children who witnessed a series of visions of the Holy Mary in 1917 in Portugal? She famously said that the vision. Told the children three secrets, only two of which have since been revealed to the world. There's been a ton of speculation about what the third secret was. No one knows. Um, conspiracy theorists abound as to why the Vatican instructed the nun to remain silent on the matter. The first secret revealed a nightmarish picture of hell where damned souls are sent, second, predicted World War II. Uh, and it has been suggested that the third predicted the end of the world and was so horrifying that the Vatican deemed it better not be revealed. Hmm. The Catholic Church has since built a shrine in her honor and millions visit it every year. Isn't that weird? Where the
0: hell is this? And this,
1: huh? She's a nun. She was in Portugal, but w- became a nun at the Vatican, I think is what it's trying to say. And wait,
0: she's still alive? When, was, when did this happen? This happened ages ago. She died ago. in
1: 2005. Oh no! But was born
0: 1907. Oh,
1: and had the visions in 1917.
0: Wow, she had them very young. Mm-hmm. Wow. Weird. Creepy. Where the hell did yeah. this come from? I'm all freaked out now. I know, huh?
1: I don't know. Is that it Catholic was just, guilt? <laughs> yeah. Right. No, it was in in a. Similar article as... Uh, tarot lady? Tarolady. La- lady tarot <laughs> lady. Lady tarot lady. Lady <laughs> tarot lady. <laughs> LTO. Oh, boy. Weird, though, right? It's that
0: super creepy. It is
1: super creepy. I don't know how I feel about it. Hmm. Eh, I feel fine. I'm over it. Okay, so there's another thing that I can talk about. Please. Just really quickly before we try to attempt to give each other readings or whatever we're doing. I like it. There's six common tarot spreads. That's like, if you're trying to learn, there's six you can choose from that like people tend to pick from. Okay. There's the true love spread, Mm -hmm. um, which is shocker, has to do with your like romantic life and relationships. Um, It helps you figure out why you suck at dating or something. I don't know. <laughs> the second one is the success spread. <laughs> oh, these sound so weird. <laughs> I I know why it's called a spread, but it just sounds dirty. Um, the success spread is situational. It's to help you if you're, like, facing an obstacle or challenge. You don't know how to approach it. Um, and it helps you identify what skills and resources you will need or have at your disposal in order to get through mm. what you need to get through. There's the... Um, Celtic cross spread. Um, mm. apparently it's really complex. It like looks really complex. I can't even describe the shape it is. And one card's on top of another. It's, it's insane to me. Apparently it's not that hard, but it's been used for a really long time. The spread is helpful in complicated situations because it's versatile. It, um, delivers vast amount of information that can be read in several ways depending on the combination, Um, It points to issues that are of the client's own making, but also shows what outside influences are at play. Mm -hmm. It's nuts looking. The spiritual guidance spread. um, It's when you have challenges of a spiritual nature. Mm. Like
0: now that we're scared about the end of the world, we should probably have a spiritual reading done from the Catholic thing that you just told me about. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yeah, probably. I need spiritual guidance like all the time.
1: I yeah. Okay, (laughs) another podcast. Career path spread, dots for your career, whatever. And then the three card spread. It's the simple one that is awesome and easy um but sometimes it can be not as simple as one thinks you can get really deep into just the three cards um it's one of the quickest ways to get answers to any questions you have in life can provide you provide you with insight and guidance when you feel lost and confused and it is by far one of the most dynamic spreads and it's incredibly effective at highlighting the energy of your past present future the three cards
0: Past present. I like that one. Yeah. I think it's good. The the, the simple one.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a good time. Um, so yeah.
0: Yeah, I did actually look at um a step-by-step procedure, which I won't go into crazy deep detail, but it does say that like like for the more mystical settings, you know, you can set the mood, you can have like candles and whatever, but you're supposed to say a statement out loud. Of, like, your intention for this, totally. for this reading. Be like, I'm going to find out what I need to do with my career or whatever. And then, then you shuffle the cards and you cut the cards. Um, they were saying, like, I've read some myths where they're like, oh, you like, you have to cut the cards this way. No, it's however, because that's like fate leading you. Yeah. no basically the experienced readers are like, that's all baloney. And then, you know, you lay out your cards, you respond to the cards, you analyze them, basically just summarize them in how they relate to you.
1: Mm, Sorry, punky
0: snoring. Oh, no, it's okay.
1: Um, (laughs) But they also say that,
0: you know, you're supposed to put them back. Like when you put them back, you're supposed to say out loud, like, what you learned from your reading. Like, I don't know if this is baloney or what, but you're supposed to Crazy. restore the environment and just you mm. put them away and keep them in a safe place. And then I believe that's, again, for the more mystic readings. So, I don't know. That sounds good. I'm not going to be doing a mystic reading on you. I'm going to be doing... <laughs> Have you ever had a yours read before by anyone? Yeah, Anna did it for me. And oh, okay. I, I think I actually had this one woman do it for me at the Antique Society outside of Sebastopol. I'm positive that I had, oh, nice. that I paid somebody to do it once there. And I didn't really know what was happening. I think she said something about me dying and I didn't like it. So I never had it done again what? for a really long time.
1: Oh my God. That's like never something that you're supposed to talk about as a tarot reader. Unless you're specifically asking. And even then a lot of readers won't divulge that even if you ask
0: and they see it. I was very upset about that. So I don't I, I Didn't want to have it done again. But then Anna did it for me and it was really lovely because it was because it was one of it wasn't it was just very relative to my real life. And it wasn't and it wasn't like, you're going to win the lottery. Like it wasn't fortune telling. It was just kind of like, you know, in this aspect of your life, you should look at X, Y, Z. So it was very interesting. And I I liked it. It was uh, germane to my life. (laughs) Not foo-foo stuff.
1: I have a couple times. The last time I did was about a year and a few months ago. Mm. And I don't remember what they told me, but I remember feeling really relevant. Mm -hmm. And then uh, they read Bobby's too. He was with me. And theirs was really good with him too. It, It all made sense. It was kind of creepy in that fun way.
0: I really liked it. It's nice because it allows for you to take a closer look at things that you wouldn't normally think about. It can, Mm. it can, it cannot allow for like intuitive thinking instead of just like, or, you know, just really focused thinking on certain things, which I like.
1: Yeah,
0: I do too. I've always found it really fun. Mm -hmm. I totally buy into it. I love it. Which is also kind (laughs) of why I'm like, damn, I really wish that I bought like an actual deck, but I'm glad that I've learned more about it. And I want to continue to learn more about it before I buy my own deck. Same. Because I don't want to be a Same. total I agree. fool with my deck.
1: <laughs> Shall we attempt this free tarot slash hyphen reading slash dot net free? <laughs> <reading>? <laughs>
0: yes. Yes. So I guess I'll pick six cards for you because that's the only way that I can yeah, do Yeah, sounds good. So I'm not going to do a reading on myself. All right, I'm going to pick six cards. Me, 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 me. Okay. I'm going to get your reading, even though it says get my reading. So, card one, Uh how you feel about yourself. Uh. Temperance. You feel a need for harmony and balance in your life and indeed are starting to feel that some peace has already been restored. Okay. Hashtag podcast life. (laughs) (laughs) If you have been through some tough times, such as a breakup of a relationship or financial problems, peace will be restored. Okay. However, if you are still experiencing problems, this is a time for calm, careful control and patience as, you, and you will soon have a sense of normality again. All right. Hey, anything that's close to normal, I'll take my life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and <Yeah>. calm. <laughs> House full of animals and a baby is
0: not that. <laughs> <laughs> Eight animals, eight animals, right? Uh-huh. Had a baby. Uh-huh. That's a few. That's a few things. That's a few things. What you most want? What you want most right now? I'm learning how to read. <laughs> Congrats! You you got the Empress.
1: The card suggests
0: that, I know, that it's, she, that Photoshop is interesting. Um, (laughs) By the way, these cards, Erica and I determined ahead of time that these look like bad Photoshop people's faces into weird paintings. (laughs) So they're not your usual really cool tarot cards. (laughs) They're really weird. They're really Um, creepy. (laughs) So the card suggests that at this time you desire comfort, security, and happiness and may well need some emotional support and reassurance.
1: Always. (laughs)
0: Oh, listen to this. If you are considering having a baby, the desire will be very strong at this time. <laughs> or perhaps you are already pregnant and you have some concerns. And that doesn't matter because that's male. Um, <laughs> things will turn out fine. And just know that you are loved and that there are people around you. That's care. the male one.
1: There's, no, there's, oh. there's, a
0: par- there's a part that said if male. Oh,
1: there's... okay. I was like, why is there
0: so much easier? <laughs> no, no. But okay. apparently, you're thinking about having a baby. Is that true? No. 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 You have one baby. Oops, oops, oops. I have 500 babies. <laughs> you do. You do. So card three, your fears. Yeah. Oh, apparently you fear the devil. <laughs> oh, God. Is the devil an alien? Let me see what the devil looks like. No, but it's got, like, some, like, BDSM people yeah, on this Yeah, I, f- I figured Hold that. Hold on. I'm gonna... I'll do a screenshot of this one, and I'm gonna share it with you. It's got, like, it's got a devil who looks like he's probably naked with a pentagram on his chest, and then, like, a woman chained around the neck, and a man chained what? around the neck to That's this guy. She's in, like, a bikini. Yeah, it's, like, super metal. <laughs> the other ones are... <laughs> Temperance was an angel with a lion. So that's cool. And looks oh. like somebody the angel is trying to give the lion some wine or something in a cup. Also cool. I'll say wine cuz that's way better. Yeah. The empress is empress is just a lady in a green dress. Yeah, okay. Anyway, so the devil. You are afraid that it's out of control. <laughs>
1: what? Right. G- you simply guys. cannot
0: I don't know. You simply cannot resist this passionate attraction. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? Okay. Despite so the what? fact the that devil? it's a de- I don't know. I guess <laughs> Despite the fact it's addictive and unlikely to be right, you just can't stop yourself. Whatever it is, a passion for someone who's not good for you, money, deals that are too good to be true, or any other kind of temptation, try to resist as it is unlikely to have a positive outcome. Calories. <laughs> calories are <laughs> the devil. Calories. They are the devil. Uh, <laughs> bikini season <laughs> is almost here, y'all. <laughs> Worst crap ever. Um, if you're feeling low in self-belief and self-worth and doubt your abilities, don't have confidence in yourself. It's not too late to change direction. Stop away eating from cookies. calories. <laughs> That's
1: <what I'm laughs> me. Damn it.
0: I'm this okay. card is totally Erica. <laughs> <laughs> this next one. No. What's going on for you? It is a woman with one of those sticks with like the little bag on it.
1: No, like a hobo bag.
0: Like a little hobo bag, and she's got a feathered cap. And a dog following her. Oh, that and is ca-
1: me.
0: The card is <laughs> the fool. <laughs> I'm so scared. This is an exciting time with lots of potential for fun and wonderful experiences. Hashtag podcast life. Uh, Your confidence should be high. It's a great time for new possibilities. If you're considering leaving your job, home, or relationship, at some point, you will. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know. An unsuspect- unexpected desire will be fulfilled even before you express it. Apparently that's what's going on for you. Calories? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the calories. Um, what's going against you? Card five. So this is there's two two cards. This one and the next one. Okay. What's going against you? Justice. <laughs> Things just aren't going your way. <laughs> Even if you are in the right or the victim of foul play, you won't win this one. Jesus what? Christ. <laughs> take care of whose advice you take and being aware of being motivated solely by self interest. Okay, I can do that. I, I feel like an idiot because we totally didn't follow the instructions by being like setting an intention, but whatever. This whatever. is just your whole this is your whole life. This is just your whole life. <laughs> You're tempted by the devil, which is calories and people and BDSM stuff. <laughs> and the likely... the whole oh, And I'm gonna leave my home. <laughs> the likely outcome this one is the best. It's the moon. Oh, I love the moon. I'm going to go to the moon with my my dog. And there are dogs on here. So I feel like this card needs to be shared and you need to paste Reggie's face on here (laughs) (laughs) As the moon.
1: My dog is from the moon. Reggie is from the moon.
0: (laughs) Uh, So the moon. Whilst you are confused and fearful and allowing your anxieties to hold you back, trust that all will turn out well in the end. That's been said several times, so I'm I'm catching I'm catching a. So I just there. gotta hang
1: in there. So I'm gonna leave home and everything will be okay. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. You're like that kitten poster. Hang in there. Yeah. Things may seem tough or confusing, but stick with it. It's right for you. Calories <laughs> are right for you. Yeah. Me getting the that is- hot is gonna be right. That's right. <laughs> it is. The moon is a good right if You're in a oh. <laughs> Oh, the moon is in a is a good omen if you're in a clandestine affair and helps guide you to open your mind to new and unexpected what? possibilities. I feel like it
1: keeps telling me I'm like cheating. I know cheating on my diet. <laughs>
0: I know. So am I. I ate a cookie. <laughs> oh.
1: Uh, Okay, so telling me I'm fat, but just stick with
0: it. Okay, so yeah, the devil is your calories. I'm hold on. I'm gonna send this image to you. Well, you might get it, but or I might get it. Nah, I don't see. Nope, you didn't get it. I didn't get the devil. No, apparently
1: it's just reserved for me. All right. Lucky me. What's okay. going on with my life? So here's your shit. So this is how you feel about yourself. The okay. high priestess card is what you pulled. You are very aware of the feminine power within. <laughs> Sounds weird saying I don't think that so. to you. I don't like it. You desire <laughs> a wise guide, probably me, to probably. help address your questions and your intuition. Mm. Yes. Um, That is accurate. Yeah. So you're looking for some spiritual guidance. Figure out your feminine hashtag me too shit. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's a good time. Okay. All, All right.
1: right. We'll accept that. Card two, what you want most right now. Did I get this one also? Temperance? Uh, it's
0: like
1: angel You got Jesus. temperance
0: for how you feel about yourself. Okay, so what you want most right now
1: is temperance card. Um, <laughs> it suggests you're craving some peace and harmony. Accurate. Um, you want to feel control, um, feel that mm-hmm. life is going and flowing how you want again. Perhaps you have been or are, are going through some tough times. Um,
0: wow. Yeah. I completely agree with that because my stupid injury has not gotten any better and I want workers comp to leave me alone <laughs> slash help me out, but mostly leave me alone. Leave me alone. So
1: well, it says it shall soon be restored. God. Peace. Can that they is. can
0: they make the woman that's following me around go away? Because maybe. Be maybe, maybe maybe hey, the devil can. Card
1: three: Your fears. So,
0: <laughs> uh, you have the
1: hanged man. You fear letting go. Yet this place of limbo is not good. Um, you shouldn't stick around in that mind frame. Um, you are being emotionally blackmailed. So mm. what?
0: <laughs> I feel like I am by the workers' right? So,
1: Don't be the sad. victim, it says.
0: Sometimes <laughs>
1: we have to have strength to let go to attract new positive possibilities into our
0: life. Sean said something less flowery than that earlier today.
1: Okay, all right, all right. So this is what's going for you.
0: Okay. The magician. Ooh, Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy. Okay. <laughs> if considering any,
1: him and I, you know, we know each other. <laughs> if considering okay. any new enterprise or relationship, you will find the self-belief, confidence, and ingenuity to make it a success. Huh. Perhaps you desire a promotion or pay increase. You may strongly and truly believe that if you were to choose to work for yourself, you could be a
0: prosperous. Go for it. Oh, well, then that's telling me that we need to... Kick up, it, kick it up a notch with this podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> card five is what is going against you. It's the star card, which is <laughs> a naked lady with a massive side boob and a pink flamingo in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> what is up with that? <laughs> with, everything is like this pretty hue. And then it's just pink flamingo. (laughs) It's really weird. (laughs) And Um, side boob. And side boob. So much side boob. Okay. This is a period of tension and frustration. Do you feel pessimistic and fearful that your hopes will be dashed? Any bad luck you may be having is primarily down to your self-doubt and negativity. Have faith your luck will change. That kind of goes with the, the other ones a little bit.
0: Yeah, can it also change with my, I don't know, calorie intake? (laughs) Maybe. I'm I'm throwing my hat in that calorie ring.
1: Yours are, like, kind of nice. It's just telling you to believe in yourself. Mine are, like, (laughs) I'm cheating on things. I'm, like, in within the devil. Like, and I need to leave my home to go to the moon. (laughs) (laughs) It's really confusing. (laughs) Okay, so the likely outcome... The Tower. (gasps) A period of dramatic change and upheaval. However, this period of change will herald a new beginning. It is time to reevaluate. Sometimes as difficult as the disappointment has been to take, change can create new possibilities you never dreamed of. There can be problems relating to your property, or if considering a new property or move, progress will be thwarted.
0: Don't say that. We're trying to get out of L.A., man.
1: (laughs) The Tower says
0: no... (laughs) Mm, But the rest of the cards say believe in myself. Yeah, so so
1: don't fear that. It's cool, girl. Uh,
0: (laughs) I feel conflicted. I do too. Yeah, yours are weird. You got the weird (laughs) ones. (laughs) I know, you just
1: made me remember when I did get my tarot cards read last, Mm -hmm. I remember that the cards the lady pulled
0: and when she pulled them, she was like, oh, and I was
1: like, oh, shit.
0: You know she was trying to, spin, like, spin it in a positive Yeah, way. and so I was like, what was do like, you mean? Oh, mm-hmm. and she
1: was like, honestly, I never draw this card, ever. She's like, it's super rare. And I was like, oh, this is it bad? <laughs> I remember it not being bad, whatever it was. But she was like, these are very, like, weird unique. cards to draw together. And I was like,
0: Okay. <laughs> wow. So yeah, well, now we know what we need to do. I really want to get my own deck and I want to sit there and properly do real readings for myself. Totally. You can Other just people do, like, I guess,
1: but pull a card for like your day. Like this is how my day is going to be today. Like
0: Yeah, cuz I'm <laughs> this deck, this free net <laughs> is uh interesting, interesting to say the least. <laughs> I'm really pissed I didn't go buy one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I didn't. But I still find it entertaining because the devil card is killing me. I sent you a link to it. Can you see it? Probably. Let's see. Oh, wow.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Ew.
1: <laughs> Why is
0: this? Uh, I'm not even going to go there.
1: I'm going to post that show, though.
0: <laughs> yeah. But wait, did you go to The Fool? Because it's my my other favorite ones. Oh right my god it is me
1: it's like more it's dogs really... following me home
0: and then wait go down to the moon oh spicy moon has doggies in it so and like... a lobster is that a lobster oh it is a lobster <sighs> that makes a lot this of sense card does why. describe my life it's like everything as weird as possible <laughs> <laughs> put them all together and then you have my life <laughs> A lady with a mask wearing white with some side boob and two dogs and the moon and a lobster. It's great. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, we should definitely share these. But um, that's all I got. <laughs> that's for all now. I got. We killed it. Cool. I'm glad we did some reading on ourselves. And now we know what to do. <sighs> I don't really think I'm more educated now. I think I'm just <laughs> I'm more determined to have a better reading every time I do this.
1: There you go that
0: works why not (laughs) i like it well uh join us later this week for our tiny guys where we determine next week's uh full episode and if you have any suggestions for future episodes we would love to hear them because our wheel of spooky only holds so much right now and we're always happy to add more options to our wheel of spooky or just you know if you are like hey you gotta do this episode next week We'll do it. Yeah. Send us a message. Uh, We're available on email at nightguyspod at gmail.com. We're on Instagram at nightguyspodcast. That has recently been changed. Please be sure to follow us there for uh, random updates and amazing Photoshop. Uh, we are also on Twitter and Tumblr at NightGuysPod, or you can send us a text or a voicemail. We would love to hear from you. Uh, it is a U.S. number, so I think you have to dial 001 if you're international, but the phone number is 707-200-3898. So we'd love to hear from you. Call Because that kind of stuff us. makes us happy. Oh yeah, oh my God, please call us. Tell us how like. much we got wrong in this episode. Oh, <laughs> please don't do that. I want to know. I don't. <laughs> I'll just listen to that voicemail if we get it. <laughs> They're going to yell at us for pronunciation. Probably. I'm feeling it. Because that pronunciation was a rough. But that was, that's fine. I don't Whatever. care. Me either. All right. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed it. And please join us later this week. I'm Liana. America. Yeah, bye-bye. bye bye. Me.